one and all, and welcome to another episode of The Queen Sisters. I am Kaya, your host, and I'm here with my road dogs, my chicks, my sisters, and my Sancho Pay, now Monte Carlo, homies. <laughs> First in tonight, we have Cho, lovey. Okay, next in, we have Keisha Keisha. Next in, we have Shauna Dawn. And last but certainly not least, the youngest of the crew, that would be Evie. Topic for today's video is Daddy Issues. Mm. Now, just a little backstory. We're all sisters. Uh, three of us by blood and two of us by love. Now, Shauna and Eve are my blood sisters. Eve has a different mom, but we have the same dad. Now, from that same dad, we have two brothers, two older brothers, and their wives are Chola and Keisha. So that's the connection. Now, even though they are sisters in love, we couldn't get any closer if we had the same blood running through our veins. Okay? Right. So that makes us all sisters. Now, the fact that we have the one shared denominator, which is our father, he was not the most present in our lives. But from him, we got such a great circle and unit. Now, it may not always be, um, <laughs> you know, as far as, you know, certain, you know, attitudes and personalities. It's like but any other family. Just it's like, 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 any right, other like any other family. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but our, our crew can't get no better. I don't think there's any other crew better than mm -hmm. our crew. Mm -hmm. We can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody. Mm -hmm. right. And we have stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with everybody. True. True. <laughs> I think um, out of the five of us, Chola is the only one that grew up with her father in the house for her entire childhood. Mm, true. Mm -mm. The ah. rest of us, you know, scrapping and surviving. <laughs> you know. So right now it's actually one out of five women have their father. Yes. No, in the household. One out of five women have their father in the house. So um, obviously we're going to break it down a little more and just discuss how the, the dynamics affected us from childhood and as grown women. But because of the fact that she is the unicorn of the group, <laughs> I wanted you to go first, Cho, um, and just speak your speak your truth. As far as growing up with your dad in the home, see, I don't know because that's all I know. So for some people, you know, they'll say, oh, you were lucky. But, you know, kids, sometimes when you do have both of your parents in the house, you don't feel like you're lucky. Right. You know, especially when you, you know, when the kids do things and you have a mother that's like, oh, I'm going to tell your father when he gets home. And then your father gets home, he's a disciplinarian. 
So it is because like this, he becomes the villain in the household mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know, he's the one who, once your mother gets upset with you because you did something wrong, she goes to him and then he's the one who disciplines everyone. So, I mean, for years, I used to think that my father was like this horrible person. Like, because I he was him. a disciplinarian? I hate him. I hate him. But it's because he was, but it really is because he was, he was a disciplinarian. Um, he had four daughters, but sometimes I don't think he understood that he had four daughters. I think sometimes he just thought that girls and boys were like synonymous because <laughs> <laughs> when it snowed outside, we had to shovel snow. Right, right, right. Yeah, so um yeah, but I don't want to make it a bad thing also because there are a lot of women I know that have great relationships with their fathers. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't say that my relationship is great with my dad, but I mean, because there's always going to be issues no matter what. Um, I can say one thing. My father was and is still a provider. He's always been a provider. We've never needed for nothing. We've never gone hungry. We've never gone homeless we've never gone without you know clothes on our backs um there's a lot of things I can actually say that my father I actually I respect him for a lot of things he exposed me to culture he exposed me to music mm-hmm. um he, he used to, when they said that your parents are your first teachers he actually was my first teacher he made sure that I read the damn New York Times mm-hmm. the Sunday Times was like a must in our home so there's a lot of gems that I can actually say that I have learned from my father that I still carry on through this day. Mm-hmm. But um, but I can still say that I have daddy issues because no one is perfect. Right. You so know? how do you feel that your relationship with him um, affected how, if, if it did, affected how you interact with men? Well, I can honestly say I married my father. <laughs> I they can say that say, about girls. Yeah, I did marry my they father. Say that married, about girls. And this is and this is this is true. I married a man with multiple siblings. Um I married a man who's into his family. Um who's uh, a provider? Who's a provider? who's a provider, Mm -hmm. and he also has a lot of the flaws that my father has. (laughs) He has a lot of those flaws as well. The crazy thing is we both share the same love of music because Mm -hmm. we've we've actually got that love of music from From our fathers, which is so crazy because your dad is a musician. My dad isn't a musician, however, my dad is a music lover. You guys know. Mm-hmm. Y'all know my father's album collection mm-hmm. was like insane. Expensive. Insane. It was crazy. <laughs> my dad Expensive. had my dad had dad's albums that are worth a gazillion dollars today. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, 
So, and, it, and I guess that issue when they say that girls do marry their dads because mm -hmm. I, I, I married a man that has a lot of traits of my dad, but he also has a lot of traits of his dad. <laughs> So that and that's a double, that's a double whammy. That's a double whammy. <laughs> I'm trying to hide the gray hairs right now. All I, <laughs> I know only from my relationship with you all and my relationship with some other females who didn't have their dad present in the home. But I also know from my girlfriends that did have their dads in the home that Sometimes people think that because your dad was in the home, it was so much greater right. and better than yeah, that's not true. your dad not being in the home. Right. Yeah, and it's and it's so crazy. It's just like it's like the same thing with the married, the married sense, the married thing. Like, oh, you got mm -hmm. a husband, your life is great. And it's like, I don't have a husband. I'm like, I'm like, girl, no. No. <laughs> no. Husband don't equal great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it. So, Keish, I know that you had, um, obviously, your father. Actually, ironically, we spoke about him, you know, in length the other day. And yeah. then you also had your stepfather. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I never witnessed my mom and dad together because when they broke up, <clears throat> well, first of all, my parents were married. Um, and when they broke up, I was still a baby. So, um... I experienced my mother, you know, being a single parent for a while. And then um, I can honestly say that I might have seen like maybe two guys or three guys that my mom dated. And she told me years later that, um, you know, she dated a lot of guys, but she made sure I didn't see that in the home. You know, my mom dated. Her goal for me was to have a sibling and to have a father. So um, with that being said, um you know, she, I remember her being a single parent for years. She dated a couple guys that I've seen, but then she settled for my stepfather, who showed her mother was married twice. So the second guy she married, I'm not going to say his name. Um, even if I was allowed to say his name, he doesn't um, deserve to have his name said. Um, Gusto. So, <laughs> so having a stepfather in the house was very interesting. Um, initially, I liked him. Uh, but when he started putting his hands on my mother, that's when my my uh, vision of him changed. And I hated his guts because it was not, you know, the first time he did it, he took me for a walk and asked for my forgiveness and I forgave him. But then he did it like two, three more times. And, and, and there were times where like I would see bruises and I'm like, mom, where you get that from? And she'd make a lot. Oh, I fell off my bike. Mm -hmm. Dumb shit like that. Um, mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, they were together for a, a long time. And, um, you know, he, for me, he was not a father figure, but rewinding it to my dad. Um, and I love my dad to death, but I did get to see my dad like once a month and rumor had it, I never got to confirm with him, but rumor had it that he quit his job so he wouldn't have to pay child support. So I barely knew my father working for years and I never could figure out why he wasn't working. Right. And he became a severe alcoholic. So I remember being, um, you know, going in liquor stores with him and he would come out and drink a pint in like 30 seconds. And, you know, while I st stood there and ate my um, cheese doodles. So, you know, so I had experienced alcoholism with my dad. Um, but overall, when I 
in between my mother being single and my and and her having getting married, when I was in a situation with my stepfather, I missed being in a single parent home, which is mm. weird. You know, like the average kid would want. Like I need us to go back to just the two of us. Yeah, I'm like we were fine without him, mm. and then they were trying to have a kid for years. He kept blaming my mother, saying something was wrong with her. Finally, they went and got checked. It was something wrong with him. So then it was like, then you just this useless bastard in our house. Mm. You can't produce kids. <laughs> sorry for anyone who's trying Literally. to- Literally. You got to keep in mind, this is the man that was putting his hands on my mother. Right. So then I'm right. like, so right. if they have a kid with this dude, why, he, why is he here? Right. Yeah. And then, um, you know, but for me, having him um, in the home and witnessing my mother be a wife to him, I actually learned how to be a wife indirectly. I learned how to be a wife when you don't want to be a wife. Mm. I learned that, you know, <laughs> I learned that, you know, not to say I have to be a, a servant because, you know, making someone a plate is not being a servant. But for me, when I was going through the motions with her, I couldn't understand how you can make someone a plate when y'all just had an argument, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I learned how to be a wife because of my mother. I learned what not to do with my kids by seeing my stepfather in the home. Um, and then on top of that, I was a single parent. I was a single child. So, I mean, I single child. I was the only child. Sorry. I was the only child. So that made it worse. I didn't have a sibling to even bounce off of. And we could be in the corner at night talking about his behind while he's in the other. Yeah. 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 Right. It's so funny that you said it because, we're having siblings. We can complain right. about my father. Right. And it's actually therapy. Right. <laughs> so I didn't have that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had all that bottle up inside, like Jesus. Yeah. And then um, yeah. I was telling Kaya that my mom, the way my mom left them was so dope because um, they always was arguing. And um, the day she decided to leave him, they had like one of the smallest arguments ever. And she waited till he went to work, and then um. She called my uncle and she called um, my cousin, who I look at as my aunt. And she was like, I need y'all to take off from work today. And when I tell you, they moved everything out of that apartment in like three, four hours. Wow. They put other people to shame. <laughs> <laughs> so they was able to we, move? We, we needed... <laughs> y'all needed that. It was a three-man crew. And they, <laughs> they got it all out. By the time he got home from work... Empty. She did leave him some stuff though. She did. <laughs> it like a baby. It was right. that it was the time when he least expected it to yes. happen when it yep. happened. Yes, yes. So it was like the cherry on top of the whole Sunday and it just mm-hmm. made everything crumble. And he couldn't understand he was on oh, he was reviewing the, the, the argument, but he wasn't reviewing their history. The history, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you know? remember all them years of dealing yeah. with all yeah. Uh, like when Tina, after they had to fight in a limo, yeah. and she was like, anything else I could do for you, baby? Go on there and get yourself cleaned up. Yeah. He ran yeah. across the street. Like across the highway. The underground railroad. Yes. You know, he ran across that six-lane highway for well, however many lanes it was. But you yeah. would have thought it was miles. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see yeah. that scene in a movie, though, I always like, don't get hit, don't get hit. <laughs> no, I'm like, every no, time I see no, her, I'm just like, y'all couldn't show you know, that she gonna... had on flats. Y'all couldn't, y'all could have not shown us that she had on flats. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
but oh, she was running. And I'm and I'm at this point. I'm so happy for my daughters that they have their dad in their house, and mm-hmm. I don't even think they understand the magnitude of having your your biological father in the house with you. Mm-hmm. Like that's a blessing. And he is a girl dad. Great, he's such yeah. a girl but dad. See, girl but dad. You know what, Keisha, and 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 that's just there. What you just said, because for them, it really isn't a big deal. Right. Yeah, it's like it's, oh, it's another Tuesday. It's what's mm-hmm. the, it's their norm, so right. they don't see it as anything. But that's it's supposed to be that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one thing my mother said to me one day years ago, she said one of the things that she regretted not having my father in the house was that she hated being the villain. Like how you said your dad was the villain, she was the villain, and she always wanted to say when your father get home, I'm gonna tell him you did X, Y, and Z. She couldn't do that. So, mm-hmm. oh, and then sidebar, I never called, I um, only for a split second, I called my um, stepfather dad. That was another thing, too. I didn't call him dad. Um, and then he started complaining, she doesn't call me dad, blah, blah, blah. And then I started calling him dad for like a couple months, and then he put his hands on her again. I was like, I'm not calling him dad. So after that, I, I ceased calling him dad, and um, he mm-hmm. would complain about it, but I didn't care. And I told my mother, you know, mm-hmm. and Another sidebar. So years later, I was one of those kids that, because we grew up in an era, you had to respect your elders. Mm-hmm. And I really respected that man as best as I could. I was not a rude kid. Years later, I had the chance to curse him the F out. Like, I cursed him out. Because what my mother did for him was, they had separated by this point. They had been separated for, like, maybe two years. He lost his apartment. And she allowed him to move in and she allowed him to, um, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting my timeline wrong. She allowed him to, um, come over at times. And so he had gotten wind that she was dating somebody and he got pissed. So he had a key to the apartment. She's taking a shower and (laughs) as she's taking a shower, all the lights go out. So she's in darkness in the shower and she hears someone in her apartment. And he wanted her to hear someone in that apartment. And he um, scared the crap. Like he wanted her to think there was a burglar in the house. Like this man was crazy. So when I came home from work that day, I must have been like 17, 18 years old. And when she told me, and he was sitting on the couch. Like I don't even know why he was allowed to sit on the couch. I would have told him to get out. Mm -hmm. And when when I came home and she told me, I cursed him out. I gave him all kind of gutter words. And we know, we know when you get ready. You, we know. <laughs> when you get ready. Blame goes on. And he was like, who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, and then when they had the chance to tell her, I told my mother straight up, I said, I didn't like that dude since I was nine years old. She was like, dad, you know what? I, I don't like him. I tolerated him for you. For you, right. So, mm. yeah, I might need a little therapy after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. brought up so much stuff. I was fine until this session. Yeah. Right but you see, Yvette, that goes back to what I was talking the- about today. Yeah. If she yeah. would, she should have been able to be honest with her mother, right? As a kid, mm-hmm. to let her know that I. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but my thing because was you know some was... some parents take cues from their kids. True. Yeah. His kids are the biggest discerners on the planet. 
Facts. Facts. Yeah, I agreed with you. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Just go ahead. Um, okay. So I didn't have our father, or you know, Cleophis. in the household. <laughs> huh? Yes, case is kind of interesting. Yeah, because you had him a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah, because you had him. You didn't have him. You had him. I thought I was telling the story. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Boy. Are you the baby? Are you the baby? I remember. So okay. I am the youngest. I'm the baby out of all of our siblings. Well, from Le Cleophis, it's uh, twelve of us. I mean, I'm the twelfth. It's like a yeah. hundred. Like a yes. hundred. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the twelfth. Are we allowed uh, to tell age the age range? Are we allowed to tell the age range on here? Like from yeah. no the oldest no just so, the oldest to her. The oldest. The oldest is. The there oldest is a twenty eight year difference. He's fifty. He's fifty. Let her tell her story. Go ahead. Let her tell her story. Sorry, Eve. Sorry. Anyway, so my oldest brother is fifty six, and I am twenty eight. So. And there's others in between, of course. Um, I I had Cleophis in the household until I was about four or so um, when we moved up here. From we were, you know, we lived in North Carolina. I had my mom. I had my other siblings. Um, not from this group. My other, my mom. Your mom kids. had your mom um, had children. Yeah, my mom had children. Uh, so I had Cleophis probably until four when we moved up here when she got sick. Um, unfortunately, she passed when I was four years old, um, two days after Christmas. Mm. Um, and a couple of days from my brother's birthday. His birthday is on January 1st. And it was between Christmas and his birthday that we oh. lost my mom. She passed away right in front of me which I still have flashbacks from. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I was raised by my aunt and uncle, Cleophis left, um, and I was raised by my aunt and uncle with our my siblings on that side and their children. Um, church, Christian household, um, my uncle who raised me was a bishop in the church and everything, so we had that, um, but Cleophis was in and out of my life. Like I had him a little more than my siblings, but he was still absent. Like I still to this day have flashbacks of him saying, oh, he's going to come pick me up. I'm waiting at the door with my book bag and everything. Like, no, my daddy's going to come and get me. My daddy's going to come get me. And he never showed up. Mm. Or I have, I have a flashback of when he was belligerently drunk and I was complaining one day. I would rem remember one story. I was, I was so bored. I was like, oh my God, because I went to go visit. Like he had visitation. Um, so I went to go visit him and I'm saying, oh my God, I'm so bored, daddy. I want to watch a show. I want to watch a show. He had, he was drunk. I didn't realize he was drunk at the time because I didn't know. Um, and I literally remember he was sitting there and me and my brother was there. He was sitting there eating his steak because, you know, he loves his steaks. 
and he literally took the table and flipped it mm. and like I did like and he was just like shut the f up shut the f up I told you to lay your effing ass down like going off on me and I'm like literally like six years old so imagine a baby just sitting there thinking mm-hmm. that's her hero mm-hmm. and just because I'm just like and I just balls and he was telling my brother don't say an effing word to her and everything um and he said sorry by getting me candy and from that day we just always had like a miss oh you know because I still have that vision in my head I was like six years old Mm -hmm. you know or anything like when it comes to that and then just as we grew as I grew older he got older we had like a that was the only dad I knew because I didn't have a real relationship with the person that raised me, my uncle. So it was just like, I just thought, and it was always honor thy mother and thy father always. So that's still your dad at the end of the day, regardless of what he did, that's still your father. You better honor him. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it wasn't until as I grew older, I saw how he treated you guys. Um, the stories that I heard, um, me seeing things, um, him being abusive, even to me, putting his hands on me, even as an adult, um, and all of that messy stuff. Uh, so I didn't really have a real father daughter relationship with anybody. I never had a mother daughter relationship with anybody like you have that. I don't know what that's, I don't know what that is. Um, and gladly all of the, our mothers took me in as their child. So I have a lot of mothers, um, but it's just, you know, it's, it's weird because I don't know what a healthy relationship with a parent is, but mm-hmm. it just makes me, um, it just makes me in a way, because I learned that I was always, all of my relationships was always based off of me going to somebody that was emotionally unavailable, mm-hmm. um, mentally emotionally unavailable, uh, 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 like, those are what I was comfortable in because that's all I knew. I, I just thought that was love regardless until later on in life when I went through my journey of therapy and everything, when I was realizing, no, I was choosing the wrong ones. I thought that was love, but that really wasn't love. Um, I was in abusive relationships mentally and physically before. So it's just, it was just a lot. Um, yeah, it's a lot to unpack. It is a lot to unpack. Yeah. So you you feel so that in your relationships you were emotionally, uh, well, you were getting with people that were emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. And maybe self sabotage. Self sabotage. A lot of self sabotage. Like when I thought somebody was like a good person, like a real dope person, when they loved me, I always pushed it away because I didn't know how to handle it. I was always. I, I always said I started growing up my survival at three years old. Mm-hmm. I always had to take care of myself, even though I was living in a household, but that household was abusive. Um, so it was just like, I was literally trying to survive since three years old. I always made my own money. I always made my own job. I was like Cinderella in the house because I was another, like I was not their kids. I was somebody else's child. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was... It, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I can tell. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. To it's unpack. a lot of layers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
It's a lot. It's a lot, but you know, that's a lot. But you know, the the thing with that is, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your story yeah. isn't unique to you, mm-hmm. and and that's unfortunate. Right. But your story is there are so many people that you can sit with that can share that that your story. I have mm-hmm. some similar similar similarities, um, yeah. So yeah. I mean, backgrounds, and it's unfortunate that it's it's just so unfortunate. Like I just feel like if you're not ready to do all this stuff, stop making kids. Like because at the end of the day, our minds and everything are really messed up because of these situations. Yeah. And I promised myself. I said for, and I always said I always wanted a daughter. I want a daughter so badly because I want to give that child the relationship that I never had. Like, I always said, I want a daughter so I could finally have that mother-daughter relationship. I could finally know how that feels to just have somebody love you the way I thought a mother and daughter, I mean, a mother and father should love their child. Mm. Well, if, if you happen to identify with one of the stories that was just told, definitely let us know. If you have daddy issues, let us know in the comments. Make sure to subscribe and don't forget to click that notifications button so that you can be notified as soon as a video drops. But, so, Shana, I mean, we have similar stories, so that's well, why- Well, we live in the same, same house. house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so Kaya and I share the same mom and and father. So for me, I am two years older than Kaya. So he was there up until I was about two-ish. And Damn. then <laughs> I didn't see him again till a day. It was a day. I saw him when I was 10. And then I didn't see him again until I was 22. Mm. So he wasn't there (laughs) at all, (laughs) I could say. (laughs) He was not there. I, I always say... God knew that my father would not be there. So he made sure my mom was like three steps under Jesus. Like she's like almost amazing. perfect, you know, like she's loved by everybody, you know. That's my father. So, <laughs> And she made sure that we had a that village. So my grandparents and aunts and uncles, it was her school, um, um, church. So I didn't miss it. Or I should say I didn't know I missed it until I was older. Mm. I mean, because he wasn't there, but I still had my grandfather. So 
I just like made him cards on Father's Day, you know? So it wasn't a thing until I was older. Yes. So I, I'm just, I, can I just ask um, for the timeline? So when mama was pregnant, that's when he was out. No, no, no. No, I was a baby. I was a baby. Okay. He was like- I was an arm baby. He was. She was in- her arms. Okay. When he left. Or I should say when it was she was she, nice, kindly asked to leave. She <laughs> in so many words. She put him out. Get your shit. Because he had to be I try to make it look, I try to make it sound good. I'm trying to when she was politely requested to vacate the premises. She had a wait until exhale moment. I'm just he kidding. was acting the fool and said, get your, and get out. Get your shit. <laughs> and get out. <laughs> and get out. <laughs> so, how, so how do you feel that um, the relationship or the lack thereof affected your relationships with dudes? Okay, so I didn't know that I like had what they would call as a daddy issue until my boyfriend at the time who would become my um, husband, we had our, like our like first fight and he was just like, you expect me to be your father. <gasps> like, <laughs> I was just like, I got so mad. I was just like, how dare you? I don't have daddy issues. Like, I went off. But after I calmed down, obviously, I thought about it and said, maybe there is something to it. So I decided to start a friendship with my father at this time i'm in my 30s okay so i said i am going to have a friendship with my father because at this time i'm grown i'm like i don't need no daddy now <laughs> um so i did see that when I started to become friends with my father, I started to expect less from my man of like certain things. I had never heard my father say I was pretty or smart or good or so the first time he I was just like ah. you know <laughs> it was a whole thing <laughs> because it was something I had never heard so because I felt like I was getting validated by my father I didn't need to be validated by my man. Mm. 
So for me, it was that I was just like, I need to become friends with my father so I can get the, the father things so I don't look for them from men. Um, while Shauna was talking, something just popped in my head and I never even realized this until now, because I guess we're in this realm. Um, growing up in elementary school because of the neighborhood I, I was in, say I had 10 girlfriends, I might have had one friend that had both her parents in the house. Mm. So having a, being in a single parent <clears throat> home was normal for me because everybody else was in single parent <laughs> home. And we didn't, you know, of all my friends had they both their parents in the house, I think I would have been like, damn, what's up with my, you know, what's up with my dad? But mm-hmm. I didn't look at it as bad per se, mm-hmm. you know, because we always living like that at that time. That, that was just for my area. Everybody yeah. else had their own stories. But right. my friends at yeah. school, a lot of my girlfriends and even the boys, we, I, I probably in my whole classroom, it might have been like maybe two or three that had, their parents in the um in the home. The rest of us, we came from single parent houses. Mm-hmm. See, and 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 for for me, it was different because even on the street we grew up on, every most it was two parent home. Yeah. Well, aren't you lucky, Joe? <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, she, she, because she, she's the unicorn no, of the group. Because no, no, no. Them. No, 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 no. Because my husband home, lived, young. no, because my husband lived on the next street over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and... that wasn't the same street. That wasn't <laughs> the same street. <laughs> but, but, but I always say, street. the kids that we went to school with, most of us came from two-parent homes, which, yeah, I grew yeah. up in my neighborhood. So don't look at me like I'm crazy. No, no we wasn't, no, we wasn't, no, we wasn't, no, we wasn't no, by you. We wasn't by you. We was further, the we was further. Start. Like, it was the same train stop. It was the same train stop. You further <laughs> east. Um, but Shauna, I, I was trying to pass you the ball, but you didn't you didn't catch and dunk it. So I was trying to say when it when you were two mm-hmm. and he left and he and our mother was getting into a scuffle. Mm-hmm. I was there. They, yeah, yeah. I was I was yet a baby. My mama had to put me down on the couch mm-hmm. because he was acting a fool. Mm-hmm. And then Shauna was present mm-hmm. in this altercation. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to tell Leonardo DiNaprio, <laughs> Cleophis Jones. Um, <laughs> Cleophis Jones to get off of her mother. <laughs> yes. And two. she could not get the words out. Yes. Mm. And it wasn't until, and I didn't find this out until probably last year. Two years ago. Two years that years ago she 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 when went, I went under hypnosis yes. to find out what was the trigger of her stuttering. Yes. And that's when she found out that it was that particular incident. How crazy is that? Yes. Wow. So you said it under so you said it under hypnosis? Yes. Wow. Do you know what you said? So Cleopas? Uh, no, it was like I relived the I need to go on the hypnosis. Right. Yeah. I, so I was like <laughs> anybody, anybody but I know that plus one equals two. So Cleophis and um your mama didn't have this scuffle. 
I probably wouldn't stutter. It's childhood trauma. Yeah. It's childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. It's childhood trauma. And even, even though I was too little, I did not remember him. Um, I think he was at Papa's funeral, right? Yeah. But you asked me. I asked you who was that. Who was you said, that's your father, father silly. silly. Right. <laughs> See, I what Papa Donna would say. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Papa it makes me happy. Had, yeah, that's your father, silly. Um, but he had dogs. Midnight, midnight and what's the dog's name? Midnight and Otto. They were Doberman. And we used to be scared of those dogs. Yeah, and well, the, the crazy thing about it, we're is like six and four. Yeah, we're like he, six he and lived four. right around the corner from us. So we oh, actually know. had a relationship with him, even though we didn't have a relationship with his son, mm-hmm. our father. And I was scared of dogs. We were both scared of dogs. But after he died, for whatever reason, the dogs and me and Shauna, we, we were like one. Um, I don't know whatever happened to the dogs, and I don't know what I happened to his apartment they, when he left. When he they put um, him down. Him, oh, yeah. I, I, I honestly, and I'm probably going to divulge information that I've probably never said out loud in my entire life. But um, I never thought that I was pretty ever. I hated the way that I looked growing up. I hated. My face, I hated my nose, I hated my teeth, I hated everything about the way that I looked. And because of the fact that um, mommy had us dancing from three, there was mm-hmm. always um, the same the same girl that was in my dance age range. She was light skin and long hair. Mm-hmm. And everybody used to always, you know, fawn over her. And I always thought that I was ugly. I didn't want to be on stage, but I love stage. Anytime um, we would have a, a, a performance, I thought I did good, but nobody really said anything to me because it was just like everybody else was, oh, she's so cute, she's so this. And I, I never really thought that I was pretty. And I always used to wonder why is it that um, nobody wants me? You know what I'm saying? And um then when I got in the church situation, there was a little bit of um, resentment towards mommy with the whole church situation because I felt like that's that was our entire life and that was her entire life. Like we had nothing outside of that. You know, going to grandma's house and dealing with grandpa, I love my papa, but papa was a, 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 a alcoholic and he was mean at times. He was an original rude boy, Don Dada. Mm-hmm. Making- Isn't it crazy how mm-hmm. alcohol plays a theme in our yeah. lives? Mm-hmm. And when Sorry. and when he would get drunk, or he would and he would discipline us, and he he had lost I don't know how many fingers due to frostbite, but them hands mm-hmm. still could give you a good whack. <laughs> <laughs> a few, a few, a few of them, a few of them digits was gone. But when he was ready to hit, he could do the pips whack. Yes. Now I always used to wonder why did my granddad speak so differently? And I did not realize until adulthood that my grandmother told him, don't you use that jumba jumba talk in here. So my grandmother really didn't allow my grandfather to be his authentic um, Mandeville, Kingston, Jamaican self. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he, his culture, even though he would cook, that, that bro, if he didn't, that brother could cook. He didn't care <laughs> if he was ordering out, if he was going to restaurants, he would not eat in nobody's restaurant. He's going to come home and he's going to make his he was gonna make his food but we and then he had an issue with his childhood and his family in jamaica so that that part of us was kind of missing and i just Mm -hmm. felt like i was a wandering soul with no foundation right Mm -hmm. and i got with my boyfriend when i was 13 years old and granted it was like a, a teenage love don't, don't, don't hurt me again, you know? But I I flocked to my boyfriend the way that I did because it felt like a safe place and I had somebody to cover me. Mm-hmm. Because before then, it was just like a free fall. And niggas was just, you know, I, I didn't think nobody wanted me, but when I was in grade school, everybody wanted to touch my booty because that's all I had was a booty. I didn't have nothing else. I didn't have no breasts. I didn't have, I just had booty. It was, it was, it was really, really scary. Me being as skinny as I was, and I just, I just, I did not feel pretty at all. I would take weight gain drinks, weight gain shakes, weight gain pills. I would try everything to gain weight when I was in um, high school. And then even after high school, I just could, I couldn't put on a pound for nothing. Had I known. What I know then, what you know now. What I know now. Appreciate it was coming. That it was coming years later. Later on. That's why y'all be telling me that. That's why we tell you that, girl. Girl, go ahead, keep the party going. Be glad, (laughs) you know, because I tell everybody that my nickname is High School with Skella because I literally did look like a skeleton with. Just yeah. skin over it. She was like I was really very smuggling. Smuggling is what they call it. I she was, was very really thin. Damn. But um, when me and my boyfriend that I was with since I was thirteen, his father, that was my dad. That became my dad. And and then my high school music teacher was a dad. Like I had I had male role models that. I would flock to and I would like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want to let no, but I knew I wasn't their kid. Mm-hmm. And I always would be like, well, why didn't he want me? Well, what, is it because I look like this? Or, is it, you know, I really had a very bad self image when I was um, younger. It was very bad. Oh, wow. And then um, when me and my friend, which was then her, when the minute that I found out that he wasn't as faithful as I thought he was, I probably had a breakdown, right? Mm. Because what, because of Cleophas, Cleophas, um, Lee Ray Jackson. Jones. Jones, Lee Ray Jackson Jones. If anybody were to walk away from me, or to dismiss me or even hang up the phone on me, I would literally have a breakdown. Like I was mentally shut down. Like I can't that was take me. those I can't are triggers for me. I have not, yes. sometimes I feel like, oh, it's good, I'm good. 
but it, it's still, I mean, I'm, I'm getting better. I've gotten much better because back then I used to try to burn down, burn down half of Queens and, and, and Staten Island. Like I was just ready to burn everything down. But um, with my husband now, because obviously I had to get a divorce, you know, and um, I was out here in these streets uncovered again. But <laughs> I was out here in these streets uncovered You really say it like that? Yes, I was. But um, but I I met up with Cleophis, and I remember when I had that's when I had the Toyota the Toyota little car, mm -hmm. and I had we had went wow. to BBQs, we had went to BBQs in Brooklyn on um Livingston right and apparently he couldn't eat because his insides was messed up <clears throat> i just want to let you know that i got that car in 2002 okay it is 2022 <laughs> okay so he couldn't eat back then so he had just got him a drink that he could sip because he was able to sip his drink was so, it liquor or was it juice no, it was liquor. It was liquor. It was liquor. <laughs> you know, so I took him home and I think that's when he was living in um uh what is over there? Brooklyn. Um yeah, in Brooklyn, you know, in that area, in the buildings. And I took him home and before he got out, I prayed with him. Mm. And I and I did I did one of them call on, you know, <laughs> I know one of them prayers. <laughs> I prayed. He was like DJ Pooh and Friday after um, after Debo said, "That's my bike, punk," and he uh, pushed him out. He remember how he ran to remember how he ran to his car? He dashed out of there, huh? <laughs> he ran to his house from my car after we prayed, and I said, "Amen." And you know, I try to keep like Shauna, I tried to keep up with him and try to, you know, check in with him and everything. But he is just unable he's to be even a friend incapable or, of friendship. Yeah. She's and this is at the age that I am now. So you know what? I accept it for what it is. Right. And you know, this is this is the life that I chose. You know. And my parents are my parents, but thank God for giving me other people in the in the midst that I could, you know, really because I me and men, I just like I, I did look for father figures. You know what I'm saying? I did look for father figures. And so now I have to tell my tell my husband now, you're not my father. Did you did you realize because Shauna said she didn't miss anything you realize that you were missing something yeah although yeah. we've grown up in the same home our yeah. experiences are shared experiences are however right. how we internalize them and how we experience those situations mm -hmm. are not the same true and sometimes you know we don't grant our siblings grace because like we grew up in the same damn house like how you don't get it mm -hmm. the way i got it mm -hmm. because we're still humans 
and yeah the way you you missed you 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 felt the absence where Shauna I didn't really, feel it she didn't really feel the absence but it she later on in life identified that right. there was an absence yeah mm-hmm. I was like wait I got issues I realize I got no I, I I acknowledge that absence I acknowledge that absence <laughs> throughout my throughout and even though I, I love my siblings, like every time I saw my siblings, it would be a reminder that something is missing. I, I was glad that I had my siblings because mm-hmm. the fact, like I, I used to brag, I call, I call my brothers. <laughs> no, I That's call my nice. brothers. Well, you know, your, you know your family, Um, I don't wanna say, yeah because there are other families out there. It's just, people are always amazed to see that you all have a relationship with one another the way you do, not all having the same mother. You know, the common denominator is your dad. However, Mm -hmm. all of you do have a relationship with one another outside of him. Mm -hmm. Because- need him to even form the relationship. The shit, you all share the same experience that he wasn't present mm-hmm. for, in for some you. way. In some wasn't, form, each of you have your own story of right. how your relationship with him was. Right. Like mm-hmm. you know, I can tell you all that. Not to speak for him, but from what I know from him, he had a relationship with his father. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best of relationships. Right. But he had but a relationship. He can, he can tell you things that he's experienced with your dad. Mm-hmm. But he but he will also tell you that there's a reason why he didn't have multiple children. And there's a reason why he's always been and still is there the minute his son calls him. Right. Because he does understand that experience of that and knows that feeling of that absence. Mm-hmm. He remembers that, you know, sitting by the piano and falling asleep, waiting for his dad to come and pick him up. Mm-hmm. And he knew that he never wanted to do that to children. So, I mean, it's just... When, when it's, I got divorced, I was, I, was, I was adamant, even though... You know, I, I was I didn't have the tools to communicate that properly, but when we got a divorce, I, you 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 don't have a choice but to be in your son's life. Like, yes, you're going to take him every weekend. Like, mm-hmm. they, no, we 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 gonna keep that. We gonna keep that party going. Mm-hmm. We, you may not have been able to continue a relationship, but there's no reason why you and your son can't. Right. Right. I'm proud of you for that because a lot of women, you know, have this thing. Well, we're not together. You can't see your son or whatever. Stay tuned for part two of Between Sisters. Sure if you know that that if if that relationship is a toxic relationship, you remove yourself from the toxicity. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that. That you hate them. That's nothing to that do you with you. Wish them ill. Nope. It just means that you are protecting uh, your you're, own own sanity. You're protecting you. 